from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm Carr. I'm with my BFF Keon here at uh, TabConf. Keon. What's up? Uh, so, yeah, we're just talking about... Um, I don't know, dude. It's uh, It's been a week here at TabConf. What do you... You should talk first. How's your week been? Uh, it's been great. Uh, as I as I reported on Stack and as I bombed my workshop, I'm told I didn't bomb it, but I like to I like to consider it a bomb. It was a bomb relative to my fantasy of the workshop, and I just like to be bearish. Uh, but uh, that was cool. I spent most of my time in my hotel room eating takeout and trying to trying to get my next presentation done, which is called "Why You Shouldn't Use Stacker News." I also posted that on Stacker News, and I've gotten some really great feedback. Thank you. Anyone who might also list Katie, if you're listening. And uh, then we also, someone's trying to break into our room. Then we, then we also, uh, I recently, I want one presentation. I want, oh, Carr gave a great presentation. He gave two, he's on a panel. And then both, both of them were great. One of them made me cry. And then uh, I told you, it was made me like kind of teary. And then I watched uh, Carla. Uh, who uh, works at for Chain Code Labs? Give a give a talk on um, channel jamming or channel unjamming, which I'm really excited about because it overlaps a lot with the stuff I do uh, with Stacker News as reputation and you know spam. It's been you know channel channel jamming is spam. So I really I really enjoy uh, any chance I can interact with the research because they're basically studying a similar thing. But that, otherwise, I'm really excited to be here. And uh, how about you, Car? I think you. Yeah, we had we have a chair, Mike Sackers, uh, for you listening uh, at home. We're doing it old school. This is kind of like the old days when we should do it, right? We're in the Capital Factory. We just make it happen every Friday some way. Um, so, yeah, we're very – I'm on low gear. Very low gear. We're drinking some Miller Lights. It's a bear market, boys. It's a bear market. What were we drinking on that uh, I think we were drinking like Dos Equis. You remember that? Yeah. Not a major upgrade, but – Anyways, uh, should we get the door or should we just leave it locked? Okay, they don't care. I, I was just, maybe it was like Stacker News live fans, you know? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no one knows that we're in here. Uh, yeah, with all that, let's jump into the top five stories. Uh, we'll run through the top five stories and we'll talk about all the stuff at TapCop. I'm sure more people want to hear about it. Uh, cool. The first top story is introducing Joinster, decentralized coin join implementation using Noster. It had 16 comments from KPA and Oster posts, uh, 9,997 9, sats. Keon, what is Joinster? Yeah, so Joinster is a coin join implementation that coordinates over Noster, it appears. I don't know a whole bunch about coin join, so I'm, I don't want to talk too much out of school, but it's basically uh, doing coin join coordination on Noster rather than using some kind of custom coordination software. This is kind of like one subset of the functionality we'll imagine will appear on Noster are these like uh, these kind of bespoke use cases that require coordination and they would normally uh, use use their own software to do this type of coordination, can now use the generic, um, you know, well-established, you know, public use servers of no, that are Noster relays to do the coordination. And so it's basically what they're doing here. 
It seems like they put a lot of work into it. They have diagrams, which, you know, who, who likes making those? And then they also did, they also have like a bunch of different UI, like user interfaces for it. Yeah, they have an Electrum. I don't know if Electrum has plugins. Apparently they have some kind of integration with Electrum. And so if you're an Electrum user, you can now use Joinster to do coin joins. Overall, you know, pretty cool. I think this is, you know, really suggests the power of Noster and um, the applications beyond, you know, even, you know, even social. I, th I think social is maybe the hardest uh, use case for Noster to actually, actually land in. But all these other ones, I think are pro it's probably pretty easy for Noster to make a, a really big impact. I think it, you know, it will make an a, a impact socially, but uh, it's going to be easier and more immediate for these other use cases. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I'm like, it's all the stuff on the edges that's gonna like really change um, with uh, with Noster. And it's like it's funny because even at TabConf, there's some people talking about this already. Like we're kind of building this new like internet stack, right? And uh, Noster is just another part of that. Um, so yeah, it's fascinating to see. This is really bullish. Uh, just a huge shout out to, looks like they have some acknowledgements for the Human Rights Foundation. And then he listed a lot of uh, stacker users. So Jeremy Rubin, eCurrency Holder, Fiat Jaff, Jeff, HAO, uh, and uh, Quadrant Relax BT. So pretty cool. Yeah, they made it happen. That's cool. But um, do you think we'll see more of this kind of like, do you think we'll see more like the edges, edge case stuff for Noster as opposed to the, um, you know, the social stuff, which is kind of boring, dude, to be honest. What makes you think it's boring? Yeah, it seems like there's so many, there's like so many clients that are in the edge. You're right. It's saturated. Yeah, it's saturated. It, it is saturated. I think, uh, I think we will see. I think this is, I think this is, yeah, this is like day zero for these other use cases. I think, I think what's interesting about Noster being generic enough to do both do social and these other use cases is I think what, what, what is motivating people to run Noster Relays, it is the social use case and the willingness of social, uh, Noster users to make perhaps, you know, pay for the, pay for their, their relay. But I think, you know, they're subsidizing these other use cases that I think will be very, you know, fruitful and interesting and generative and, um, you know, uh, bullish for Bitcoin privacy tech and, uh, you know, all the things kind of adjacent uh, to a technology that when you have uh, self-sovereign identity and self-sovereign data. Yeah, I, w I would also say if you're doing a project, do what Joinster did. Make a GIF. <laughs> it's so easy. Oh, yeah, right. Just make a GIF, record it on your on your laptop, screen recording, and then go to Easy GIF and make it. And then like, yeah, that's the easiest thing to do. This is this is probably why it's a top post. Honestly, I know it's it's painfully obvious, but as as Bitcoiners, we need to get better with our uh, with our media delivery. Okay, the next top story is telemissions are a terrible idea. This is a Bitcoin post from Josh, September fifth. 101 comments? Wow. Wow. 11.5 thousand sats on this post. What is going on here? Yeah. So, the, you know, uh, around all the drive chain drama, there's, you know, it's uh, it's like, okay, so we hate drive chain. Like, so there's a, there a category of people who are like, we hate drive chain. Drive chains are trash. They're custodial. They're, they change the security what incentives of miners. 
and uh, there's all there's like the, all those negative things, and then so the the common uh, refutation of those arguments against drive chain is like, well, what about the security budget? Drive chain at least ensures the security budget is you know going to increase. And uh, I think some of, you know, then the counter argument to that appears to be tail emission. And so tail emission is coming back up again, where we add, we basically add, Bit we, we don't uh, cap the supply of Bitcoin at 21 million anymore. What we do is we allow a small amount of inflation, uh, a, a small amount of Bitcoin to be rewarded by uh, two miners by simply mining Bitcoin as it currently does today. And so this is just a, you know a kind of a debate about something in the future that makes a bunch of assumptions, and so everyone has a bunch of ideas uh, that are uh, founded on their own unique assumptions, and you know so it's it's basically ripe for discussion, uh, ripe for discussion, ripe for argument. Did you go to the drive chain? I missed it because I went to your talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was happy to not go. I'm sure I'll catch it online or something. It was the main stage, so. Um, there, there was uh, for the Sacrist at home. There was a drive chain. De- not, was it a debate? Kind of a debate, right? Yeah. It's a debate, and it looked hilarious. Tidwell was wearing a referee. <laughs> He's wearing a referee with the with the thing. It was amazing. I can't wait for the video. But yeah, it, it just happened to fall at the same time I was going on. Uh, but yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, the top comment from Elvis Mercury. He said the tail mission arguments can't be put to rest until we actually see empirically what the security budget turns out to be hashing out the possibilities in advance and coming up with possible actions to mitigate catastrophe before it's actually on top of us is a sensible response. Faith-based assumptions that everything will be fine because everything has been fine up until now is about the stupidest possible approach to system engineering. I would have thought every Bitcoiner would have this in their DNA, but it has not proved to be the case. This is from, uh, had the top comment. Um, What do you think? Does he have a... uh, does he make sense here? I mean, I, I think the, I think, you know, being, I think this is like, this is, I think probably, uh, I would, I would guess that we don't know, but I would guess this is actually the perspective of many of the Bitcoin core people that we respect highly is like, uh, you know, I'm not going to make a determination on whether emissions are needed now. I'm also not going to make a determination on whether they aren't needed now. Um, the, the you know I, I think sound uh thinking requires that you have an open mind and wait for the circumstances to appear before you begin um acting on hypotheticals and so i think that is you know i think you know it's rational um do you think it's going to lead to a fork uh, what? uh this whole drive chain debate i don't really know i haven't really been following the drive chain debate not much of it has occurred on stacker news Jimmy's been right. Jimmy's been posting about it. It seems like there isn't consensus on it. It seems like it seems like there's enough uh, there's enough loud voices that would attempt to prevent it. I think people are just unconvinced that it's the right thing to do, you know. Um, and so I don't. I think it. You know, it might it might lead to a fork. I don't. But I don't think I don't think Paul wants uh, wants a a fork. I don't think, I mean, I think, I don't think he wants a hard fork, um, but he's threatening a minor activated soft fork. So I don't know. These tab conf, uh, we're at the CNN center here at the Omni. These, these tab conf walls talk. That's all I'm saying. I'm hearing, I'm hearing otherwise, but we'll see. We'll see. So Paul did raise $2 million to get drive chains into Bitcoin. So 
He's got a $2 million arsenal um, that he is trying, is he's going to, pro, he's basically deploying, I don't know, just with his energy or effort or however else. So, you know, he's, pro, he's more motivated than ever before. You know, maybe we'll see an attempt at it. I think uh, it's tricky because um, it, 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 really, it really suggests that like, if he's successful in doing a minor activated soft fork, you know, what might occur is uh, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what, what defenses users have against that. Yeah. Maybe we go back to Austin and have more conversations about it, but there's already like, it would be good to. Yeah, I think there's a social aspect. I think that social aspect, I think with the technical aspect, I'm not sure exactly what happens because like it, with a soft fork, you don't have, if the miners start running the drive chain software, if you and I don't upgrade, it doesn't matter. Um, we still see the transactions or we still see drive chain opcodes as valid. And so it's like they can get, they can, they, if they can convince the miners to do it, but there, I think there are ways that this can be prevented and I'm just naive to them or for, forgotten them or something. So Maybe there's more uh, to the story or the the kind of uh, hijacking case than I realize. Yeah, check out the post. Uh, yeah, there's a health that there's a quality debate in here with some with uh, some people talking about every scenario. So definitely check it out. The next top story is the best way to accept Bitcoin is about to become even better. Uh, BTC Pay app. This is from Lux, September fifth, Bitcoin post. Fourteen comments, eight thousand. 100 cents? Can I get a woo big TC pay server? What is this? Is this uh this is cool. This is pretty cool. Um pretty exciting. I think they're Oh, all good. I think they're in they're in Riga. I think they're in Riga and they announced this. Um but uh basically you can get a BTC pay server on your phone now. That's basically what this is. But, you know, prior you would have to set up a node and Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you if you were interested in running BT server before, but you you a server. No, I don't think so. It's pro yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not. But they're using so they partnered with Spiral and LDK, and they built a mobile app, and so it'll be presumably as easy to build or as easy to run as you know a mobile app on your phone, or perhaps a you know a Lightning node, a Lightning wallet on your phone, um, and. Yeah, so now, you know, now if you're a merchant, you don't have to run it out to begin accepting Bitcoin in, with the same level of, you know, self-sovereignty that you might uh, with, with uh, or you might want. You can just, you can just run it on your phone. Yeah, I think, I think for me, just as a, you know, running a business, I think I've already moved past it. Like, I'm just, I'm over it. But this is, uh, this is good. Nonetheless, I think this is good. I, this will probably get... You know, people that need, and and I think I think there's also I think we talked about it before. It's just I don't think I don't think the target audience is like me. It's probably like other countries. I'd imagine. I don't know if that's a dumb thing, but yeah, it's just uh, yeah. I don't know. You have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't think you are the demo. Um, I think you know, of course, the you know BTC Pay would love you to be the demo, but I think it you know it probably mostly applies to someone who can't. 
KYC into Zebedee or they can't KYC into OpenNode um, or they don't want to because, you know, they're selling bananas when the state regulates banana sales and they're not allowed to. So they want it, but they still want to accept Bitcoin. And so that's why they, they run, they want to run something like BTC pay server. It's this is basically like, you know, you know, pretty strictly freedom technology. And if you don't, if you were free already, what, you know, yeah. with, with, with alternatives, why would you, you maybe you wouldn't use it. Love to see it. Love to see the progress on that project. Uh, cool. Check it out. Suckers. Uh, the next, Top story is RoboSats is back online. This is from Onion, September 6th, Bitcoin post, 17 comments, 7,871 sats. Uh, was offline? Yeah. Oh, and we might have covered it last week. I don't actually remember, but their node, their node, they were having issues with their LND node. I forget exact that we there was like an issue. I posted the issue and some of the discussion that was happening on Noster about it. Uh, I think a, like a week prior to this release coming out where they had a new node, but they basically had to take their old node offline and uh, spin up a whole new one. And that took about a week. So RoboSats was offline for about a week and people were, you know, RoboSats is a really popular service. I I mean, I'm I'm always impressed to see their numbers and growth because I remember they were just, it just appeared to be a toy like a year, uh, maybe, maybe 18 months ago. And now it's like, it's this essential service. There were several people who chimed in the comments and they were like, oh no, it's down. Oh no, this is news. They, you know, regular, you know, people who are DCA using RoboSets. Um, so, you know, cool to see that they're back up and figured out whatever issue. I think it was a, some kind of issue with LND. I hope, uh, you know, it might be a bug of some kind that is specific to them given their type of activity. But yeah, really cool. I love what the RoboSets team is doing. We, like you said, we've been covering it for a while now. And, um, Every time. It's, uh, yeah, really cool. Uh, the top comment was Orthzar. He said, I have to ask, how do we know that tour address is legit? Hmm. And then Onion said, uh, check their documentation. So learn.robosats.com. Definitely check it out. There's all the docs, access, everything. We should, get, uh, we should do a workshop on this, I think. It looks really cool. Um, the next top story is different ways for content creators to integrate with Bitcoin. This is from Natalia. September 7th, Bitcoin post, 38 comments, 7,418 sats. Wait, there's another way? <laughs> there's mo- Yeah, there's so many out there. That's the beauty of open money. Um, I'm going to see if I could pull this up so I can pull out some of the wisdom here. Do that. Um, yeah, it looks like it is showing a lot of Lightning Network ecosystem stuff. Look at this. Do you ever end up on this list whenever they have these? I think if you look on there towards the social apps, I'm on there. I asked I asked them to put me on that list. All right, I think I I I complained on Twitter. Then someone who's more has more agency than me. You just gotta you gotta find the person who makes the list and beg them and beg them be like, hey, I exist. You forgot about me, and they're not, and they're not a butthole usually, and they'll just like do it. Yeah, uh, especially if you if you apply. Uh, What's going on? Well, uh, Natalia has been doing these these great write-ups, and um, she's talking here about how to get tips from your audience, say, specifically from the position of being a writer. Um, she said on Stacker News she earned 100K sats, but she talks about uh, 21 Uno, or, or 20 Uno. Uh, I think that's a that was a widget that you used on your site at one point where you paste oh, in... Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, it's funny because this is getting recreated on auction for this game. It's been out. Oh, is it? Okay, good. I think these guys they're are. Not, they're not recreating. I mean, just people are. Other people are doing it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I love that. That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, this is really. I remember this being really popular on Saccharin. It was when it was originally released. I think it was the founder up there, Renee Aaron, I think, oh, or the creator. Um, yeah, but uh, she recommends that. Uh, she recommends if you're if you're you know, that's specifically writing if you're if you're selling uh, you know digital goods, you have integrations with BTC Pay, Shopify, WordPress, um, and you know just kind of encourages you to you know Ellen Bits I think is another one she lists which uh, you know is a very popular tool, uh, but just nice survey if you're trying to make you know you're trying to sell content in a self sovereign way online. But you know, this is this is maybe should, uh, Natalia is recommending some of the stack that you might use. Yeah, and it's even interesting too. Like we were talking about it in the Lightning Village. Like there's just, and we haven't even seen the explosion of like apps built yet entirely, just because of where we're at with the Lightning Network. Um, I wouldn't say so much adoption. It's more like Lightning Network. Uh, where they how they describe it? We need to scale Lightning. Is that the thing that people are saying that it's gonna be, that's gonna get more apps built? What do you think? Yeah, there's like a lot of bear sentiment around Lightning. I'm not sure entirely where it comes from. I think there was. I think p- p- people did feel like they were promised that Lightning would be more mature, more defensible, uh, have fewer flaws in it than it currently does. And the fact that it does is, t- is th- that the fact that it doesn't, or it's, it continues to have some of those flaws and is maybe weaker uh, and less successful, indicates to them that it's failed. And I think they're just wrong. Uh, and you know, and it's important to pay attention to the source when they say these things. Uh, if they're say uh, somehow conflicted into believing that Lightning is a failure because they have a project that you know assumes that it, that it has failed, you know, maybe discount their opinion on it. I personally think it's it's like the first inning for Lightning. Um, it's basically fundamentally. I'm not sure you can get something fundamentally better in terms of pay- in terms of scaling payments than direct peer-to-peer stuff. Yeah, it was interesting. I forget who said it, but somebody was saying something about like the we keep getting more adoption, right? And then that creates more <laughs> scaling problems. So it's like a yeah, I, I, that's where I think that the stack right will help with like Nostr and I don't know. But at least there, at least now there's like APIs, right, that you can utilize to get Lightning payments across. I mean, in, in here they have, you know, Fountain, Wavelake, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and there's you right here, Snack News. I found it. I'm there. Yeah. Uh, the top comment was from Natalia. She says, plus, I'm wondering if any stacker has good recommendations on hosting. I tried GoDaddy and SiteGround before, but not so satisfied. Do is generally not bad, but quite slow if you need to ask from anything or from them. Uh, Zekius came in. He says, I use Lynn. Ode or Linode, now part of Akima for the internal stuff, VPN, including password manager monitoring, because they allow us to use recent Linux kernels required for best experience with WireGuard VPN. I don't know if you have specific requirements, but for me, Linode works well. I all only needed not too old Linux kernel plus not too expensive network IO rate. Um, yeah, and then uh, I would say Darthcoin has a couple tutorials on that, I would say as well, too. So definitely check that out. Um, cool. The final top story of the week is join us for the first sovereign engineering cohort. This is, oh no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I've, I've had a Miller light. 
<laughs> oh, this is okay. Yeah, so we're gonna jump in. Okay, so that's all the top five stories of the week, stackers. As you know, this is uh, it's been a long week. That's, I'm uh, dude, I'm I'm not tired of just like what would you call that? Uh, I don't know, exhausted. Exhausted. Yeah, I'm exhausted. It's Friday. You're getting uh, exhausted card today, stackers. Um, so this is Keon's top story. I'll let him talk about it. But uh, tell me what's going on here. Yeah, so it looks like uh, Galaxy Brain, GG, and uh, Hacker Legend Pablo are getting together to do uh, Sovereign Engineering, which is, you know, as nebulous and open and free, it sounds like, as, uh, as Noster is itself. They're gathering a cohort of builders uh, to uh, Madeira in Portugal for two months, you know, kind of no strings attached, nothing really planned, but the, the idea is to get, you know, the best and brightest in Bitcoin and Noster, the people who are, of course, willing to travel to Madeira for two months together and just see what happens. And, uh, and that's, so, that's so cool. Uh, you know, such a metal move. And, um, you know, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds awesome. Uh, there's also, I don't, I'm not super familiar with Andre, but, um, it begins January 8th, 2024 and ends March 1st, 2024. And that is, I guess that's kind of winter, but I suspect because Portugal is coastal, the weather is probably nice year round. So I'm not so sure. They might just be trying to, yeah. I mean, they might just be interested in yeah people who maybe can move there already. Um, you know, maybe OpenSats is going to back it, given that GG is oh, yeah. heading up OpenSats now. I don't think they they're not really explicit about it, but I think they encourage you to apply, and perhaps if you meet the you know the bar or whatever, they'll they'll tell you more. It it definitely sounds like a passion project, which is cool to see. I think the, I mean, we've seen it in Austin, right? Like. What happens when you get a bunch of really smart Bitcoin uh, developers in a city and like all the fireworks that comes out of it? So this is a good move. I think we need to see more of this. I would, I would definitely say if they could help with like some of the costs, maybe they can get OpenSats to pay for these people in the cohort, give them housing and um, give them uh, some travel costs and maybe a free meal once a week or something. Because I, I know like here in Austin, whenever there's somebody coming in or trying to move, we, we do our best as a community to like help them find housing or rooming up or something. So it uh, looks like the top comment was deleted by Nemo. Um, and then Siggy47 said, fantastic. I understand Madeira is beautiful in the winter. I'd like to just go and watch. Um, this is really cool, dude. I love the initiative. This is awesome. Definitely use that OpenSets money for that, for sure. Um, but yeah, it would be cool to see the Lightning Prism stuff get really, especially with Gigi there, right? Yeah. Yeah. The inventor of the term is there to guide you. And who knows what, what else he's going to describe in a way that, uh, you know, encourages and catalyzes uh, something new. Stackers, go to SovereignEngineering.io and apply. It looks like you have an application process, and it looks like it starts in January. Cool. My top story of the week is uh, it's a TabComp post. Was this the only TabComp post of the week? Uh, no. no? 
It's uh, buy Coop a drink at Tapcom fundraiser, sat raiser. Just send me money, please. This is from Nemo. 54 comments, 10K boost, 184,000 sats, bro. Really? Uh, and then what was it? I saw this. I saw this after. Well, I'll let you tell the story. Hang on. Yeah. Well, I uh, I did. A, I was the uh, on Monday or no, it was Tuesday. There, was it Wednesday? On Wednesday, I did a I did a workshop on Web of Trust. Um, and I spent most of my time trying to get the demo of Web of Trust up. I built this like simulation, this like toy where you could explore Web of Trust. And I struggled to get it to run on my demo computer that I was presenting on. The whole audience got it working fine, but I couldn't project it onto the screen. Really? That's what happened? That's what happened. Okay, so it did work. It worked for the audience for some of them, but for some of them, it, it, they weren't using it right because it, you know, it was just like a half built application, a half built demo anyway. Uh, and then I, st I, I stumbled through my presentation, my explanation of things without a visualization. It was, it was, I mean, I would, I would, if I, if it were a stand up comedy set, I would say I bombed. Wow. That's what, that's. That's what I'd say. So for the stackers at home, uh, I was in the other builder room because we were uh, we were trying to onboard all the hackathon projects that we're doing for the Tapcal Hackathon this year. And uh, I'm not gonna say who. Somebody came in and was like, Keon just bombed his <laughs> his. I don't mean to laugh, but somebody literally came in and said the exact same words. And I was like, what? I was like, really? And, I was, and then the second thing I thought, I was like, oh no. And then the third thing I thought was like, wait, didn't he already do this? Because you did a web of trust thing at PubLab last year, right? Or this year? What what was the difference? Was just the the actual thing? I made it. It was more way more technically in depth. So the 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 one I gave at at uh, at PubLab was more of a like a conceptual overview of you know what web of trust is attempting to do and what you might expect to get from it. And this was meant to be like talk number two, where it's it like builds upon like assuming someone watched that talk, which probably no one did in the audience. Then uh, what what I was trying to give them was like, this is how you freaking implement it. This is like how this is like what it's actually doing uh, to make it work. And that and so that's what bombed. Uh, I was told, you know, super told me it wasn't actually that bad. He didn't think I bombed. So that made me feel slightly better. I don't. Th I mean, I don't think it was that bad. I think it it could have been. It obviously wasn't. It wasn't absolutely terrible, but it just wasn't as good as I um, I had intended it to be. And that just you know generally that upsets me, and it might as well be a bombing for me. Huh? No, I haven't gotten my drinks yet. So I. I mean, I got this Miller Life for free. I will. I will spend this on alcohol while I'm here. Uh, I don't know how many. How many beers that'll get me? Maybe, you know, maybe like sixteen yeah, or something. What what are they? All right, I got forty two dollars. There's a bar up there. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll I will do right by you guys, and I will I will drink a either one very expensive drink. All right. I mean, I don't know if they're actually, they deserve to have that much say over what I drank, but <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to see that, but that was like one of the first talks, dude, that, that happened on Wednesday. And then everybody was coming up to me 
oh, you're going to go to Keelan's talk? Go? I was like, man, I want to go, but I can't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but there was a lot of people. Um, but I liked, but today you just gave that panel right now in the Lightning Village, and people are uh, paying attention to this web of trusting, especially on Oster. I think you're swaying opinion on that uh, thing. What do you think? No? You're going to say no? Oh, I don't know. I think I've definitely convinced people that maybe my ideas aren't terrible. And so that's... Talk about the PGP thing. Right. So, yeah. So PGP... So this web of trust thing originates with uh, PGP, I believe, and an attempt to, like, prove that someone owns a, a key pair or a public key um, that they, they, you know, they might claim to without you having to directly know them. But that was like the original social network was the, the, the attempt to do this in a decentralized way without a central server is you would have this web of trust thing where like, I trust this person's pub key and that person maybe trusts other people's pub key who you don't know. And that allows you to maybe, uh, you know, authenticate, uh, or prove the, prove to yourself to some degree, the authenticity, but that's like the original social network that predates everything every other type of social network and it was decentralized and so web of trust is like and so there's a bunch of research on that and web of trust basically revisits that concept uh people mostly think of web of trust it's like this naive simple thing where like i go on my twitter profile i go on someone's twitter profile and what it has is all the people that i'm following if they're following that person that's really not what what i you know i think a rigorous uh definition of web of trust means it means a web it means several layers deep um you know that's basically what it means and so i somehow somehow i i thought other people had come on board with that but uh yeah, it was like eight people talking about it. i know but yeah, i think I here they have and then today you were talking about everybody i think you know people that could go and take that and start doing their own little research on it the ground game man yeah, I think it's an important thing. I hope more Bitcoiners use it in their project. I mean, frankly, it's like part of our secret sauce, but take it, you know, uh, and make a better world with it. What? They have a they call it Web of Trust too, but it's similarly not very sophisticated. It's kind of more like this simple definition of Web of Trust. I think they'll get all of these people will get it. They'll, you know, it's just a, like I iterated towards my version of it, and they will too. You know, I hope we can share ideas or maybe I just share ideas and then yeah. it gets and I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm totally with you on that. That's what's cool. Been cool about TabConf is the all the Kumbaya moments. Uh, and that's all our stories of this week. We're going to go into uh, the top stackers of the week. We got Siggy 47. Is that 359K for the week? Wow. Dude. Oh, you're putting referrals on there now? Nice. Does this is new or no? Okay, I just noticed it. <laughs> just haven't. I haven't been watching Stacker News this week because, uh, yo, two x ninety thousand, dude. These are higher. You're on there. Bird Eye twenty one, Bitcoin interest. Carlos Fandango, CKS Lux, Jimmy Song. They're all twenty two. That's nice. Uh, then we got the most boring segment in Bitcoin. The Cowboys. Um, key. Here you go. That's right. Carl likes to tune out. He likes to close his ears, close his eyes for this one. But Siggy is, uh, you know, rooting and tooting them, has the biggest uh, biggest streak uh, on this list of all the Cowboys. He's really no Cowboys roping them and toping them. 
and duping them and looping them. And uh, Exeus is, uh, you know, on his tail. Uh, Orthworm also hot on his tail. I'm heading up the ranks, and you guys know that I'm not going to get usurped anytime soon. So you better watch out. Watch, you know, watch your cows or watch your, your horses hide, fellas. Uh, just a quick comments here. Uh, this is from last week's episode, Socrates Live, 83, every sack counts. Um, Menudo, that's from Blockchain Boog. And then he said, sorry, guys, but Rook's lightning round is better. Dude, Blockchain Boog. Blockchain Boog agreeing with Carr. Told you. And then he also said, release the list, Carr. I don't remember what the that was. The list, yeah. I'd have to go back and listen to see what list he's talking about. Um and then, uh, yeah, that's it. What's uh, what are you doing this weekend, Cam? Well, I'm gonna try to consume 190,000 sats worth of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess one thing I'm obligated yes. to do. Yeah. Look right there. So look, uh, give us uh, 184,000 sats. Thank you, Texas people. 71 independent sats. Exactly. That's we're almost at 200k at this day. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess I'll do that. I have a talk. I'm giving a talk tomorrow about why you shouldn't use Stacker News. Why you shouldn't use uh, the slides are up on Stacker News right now. It's really if you're not going to be at TabConf, I do recommend going through the slides. It's a really interesting exercise that most people will their skin will probably crawl a little bit, and that's part of the fun. Um, but basically, it's me. It's me. You know, like when I use a product, I think I think about why I should use it. But the other half is like why I shouldn't use it. And the thing is, people who who build products and sell products to you, they never tell you why you shouldn't use their product. And so what I'm doing, <laughs> what I'm doing here. It says, tell them the full title. Uh, why you shouldn't use Stacker News, unironically given by someone who works at Stacker News. It's full of memes. It'll be fun, but it'll be... It'll make your skin crawl and you'll love it. Uh, but anyway, I just list out all the reasons why, you know, people who are critical of a product might, you know, or discerning of discerning might choose not to use Stacker News. And I tell them, I tell them, I list it all out here so that they don't have to do that work for themselves. I did it for them. Um, and I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting. I think it's also interesting to do as a product builder. This is like half of your job. You have to think about what am I building that would make someone use my product, but what also am I building or not building that would make someone not use my product? And that's what this does. And so I'd recommend anyone with a product do this. Uh, that's awesome. I love that you did that. There are some good comments in here. Definitely check them out. But um, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to, dude, like all the talks that I've had, like all the founder talks that I've had this week, like, you know, yeah. and they know who they are. I don't need to mention them, but like, Dude, those are some real talks. Some real bear market talks, like founder, founder talks. Like, it's the best. That's like the best stuff, especially if you're building. Um, yeah, so many memorable moments so far. Also, um, yeah, I just want to show that the Tabcom Hackathon, we have some pretty amazing projects. There's, uh, there's a lot of swapping stuff going on, a lot of liquid stuff going on. Um, so that's going to be really cool. And uh, I know I know of at least one AI project that's coming out of it, which is kind of dope. Um, but that that all that stuff's gonna get announced tomorrow. Uh, I saw a little sneak peek of Nick and Super's project. Oh, yeah. Have you seen? Have you? 
Oh, it's amazing. It's a great idea. I think it's actually uh, likely to be a legitimate thing. You think so? You think they're going <laughs> to like go off and try to do a startup? You think so? Oh, not a startup. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't want to speak for him, but I can see that. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting day tomorrow. I'll try to post all the stuff on the on the social media stuff. But uh, yeah, have a good weekend, Sackers. We'll see you next time. Oh, you want to say something? Zap.